Welcome to Intuition, Your First Sense. This episode will be where I interview one of my very favorite people, Justin Souls. And the reason I wanted to bring him in was not only because I'm so inspired with what he's done in his life, but because I'm also ridiculously proud of him. And normally I don't say that because I believe that when people um, say I'm proud of you, like they want to take some credit, and I don't want that. I just want to shelf, yell from the rooftops that um, this is somebody that you need to have in your life and what he's creating in the world and how that's going out exponentially and someone that I've had so much fun with and yes, I've sworn at, and I've been in a place of absolute gratitude, and oh lordy, I'm just going to kill him. VickiBear.com, it's time to be your best, it's time to reconnect with your first sense. Trust in your gut, it's the real thing, let's see what your future brings, time to let the fun commence. Intuition, your first sense. So I met Justin 2001, 2002, somewhere in there, because his mom and I are good friends. And when he was just a tyke running in and out of the house and never really around because he was a teenager. And then fast forward 11 years, 12 years, something like that. And I was realizing that as my husband at the time was going through his health issues, I better get myself in order. One of us needed to be healthy. And I asked his mom, hey, does Justin see private clients? And she's like, yes, of course. So, and the reason I went with that was because I knew I needed someone that I wouldn't bail on. I would bail on myself. But there was no way I was going to tell Justin I wasn't making it to an appointment unless there was a damn good reason. So I want you guys to meet him. And I want to ask him some questions that we haven't covered. And because part of the fun of having your own podcast is you get to ask the questions you want to ask. So, Justin, welcome. Thank you. Thanks for coming in. Thanks for having me on. This is so fun for me to tell the world about the people that I know. And some they may have heard about if they read my blogs, because I've certainly mentioned it before. But um, he's one of the primary reasons that I do all these crazy races and stuff. So when we met and we started working out, you almost killed me (laughs) (laughs) the first time. (laughs) And I want to thank you for that. Of course. I see it a little bit different, but... (laughs) (laughs) But people should know what it's like to work with a personal trainer. And the reason I say that is because, honestly, I had never worked out before. I uh, I specifically remember it uh, after our first workout and uh, you saying to me, if that's what working out was, I've never worked out a day in my life. And so that still sticks with me. And I try to I try to channel that with with new people that I see and. You know, try to you know remember what it's like the first time you go to a gym or um, outside of a gym working out with somebody, um, or just working out, moving your buns, as you like to say. I so. do like to say that. <laughs> I love that you have my one lines, one liners down, um, and the gym. So this is a place that uh, Josh and I talked about already in the previous okay. episode. That and one of the things that we said, Soul Sports and Fitness in Lee, uh, Massachusetts 
is that it's the place where community exists. And that's not a, it's, it's not a, a big thing at gyms. I'm sure it exists elsewhere. But I'm curious as to, I've always thought that the gym has that energy because your energy and that's who you are. Like you want everybody who comes in the door feeling welcome. I'd like to ask you if that is in fact your intention or am I totally putting words in your mouth? Well, um, the funny thing about just like you said, anytime anybody comes in, I want them to feel welcome. In fact, the thing that I say to every single person, the first time they ever walk into the door is just simply welcome. And so I, I think that that just brings your guard down a little bit. Um, you know, instead of, you know, hi, how are you? Which, we, you know, you covered in previous podcasts a lot of times. Yep, I'm fine. Um, but just, you know, welcoming them to the space. They they look around and they, they see that it's not uh, so intimidating. You know, somebody's there. Hopefully somebody's there to <laughs> greet them. <laughs> and um, so, yeah, again, I think that I absolutely did want to create a, a sense of community. Um, I've felt... I've always felt, actually, well, after high school and in college, I felt that all my friends were going away. They were, everybody said, I'm, as soon as I'm done with school, I'm moving out of here. I'm going to Boston. I'm going to L.A. I'm going somewhere else. And so I thought, well, everybody's leaving. Who's going to be here? Who's going to be responsible for, you know, building a strong community here in, in our place, you know, where we grew up and we, we love so much and our families are here. And so, you know, who's going to look out for these, these people, essentially? And so I've... I've taken that and then I've, I've tried to, you know, give back to that, um, you know, again, trying to create that sense of community right in the gym. You know, it, it did help that there was no other gym in the <laughs> town. So uh, I wanted to be the first one to do that. And um, that wasn't the first, but either way. <laughs> you were, you were. So. Uh, timing wise, there was a technicality there, <laughs> but the planning of it, you were well in advance. And I do see that. I mean, I've been, full disclosure, a part of it before the brick and mortar was there. Mm. So it's like watching, well, one of your boys grow up. It's yeah. like your first child. We won't tell Silas that. But you, you the eight-pound medicine ball, yeah, yeah, I mean. Oh, yeah, I remember so. that. <laughs> <laughs> so when Justin and I first started working out, he and his wife, Ashley, she was pregnant with Silas, their oldest. And, like, only a about a month later or something like that because I remember our first meeting going I don't know when we're gonna (laughs) if we're gonna meet again because she was due any day so then when he was born and we have this medicine ball that weighs the same thing as so we called it the Silas ball (laughs) and it's still there at the gym (laughs) it's the blue one (laughs) (laughs) it's his favorite color (laughs) oh we set the kid up (laughs) so there I see that sense of community I mean that's one of the things that's been so profound for me and it saved my sanity because like I said earlier like my husband passed days after incorporated and then just being part of that kept my head above water and helped me have a purpose and I see that in the people that are there like when they come into the classes and then they become a fan of the gym and what I love most is well not that I've taken breaks but like when I come back 
um, and people don't know that I've already been there. And then I hear them talking about it. It's like hearing about, you know, you're in the grocery store and you hear your kid did something great. You know, you're like, yeah, that's my kid. Um, so that sense of belonging that's there and everybody's so supportive. You can really feel it in the classes that somehow you've created an environment of what healthy competition is. And so with the challenges, tell yeah. us about the challenges that yeah, you're so doing. That's a, that's a really cool thing. And what it is, is, is a, we call it a body transformation challenge. And um, we, do, we do a lot of different things. I mean, it's not just geared towards weight loss, although at, sometimes on the surface it may appear that way. Um, we do we do body fat percentage. We do measurements, but we also have a, a component of nutrition um, that Josh Resfit Foods uh, is doing, and so um, we we just love it. So people come together the first night. It's a little bit busy. There's a lot of energy, and um, you know people just they they come together. Everybody sweats together. Everybody. Um, loses weight together. Everybody starts to change a little bit together. Yeah. Everybody swears at you together. Yeah. And so um, <laughs> it just becomes one big kind of sweaty family because um, you, you go through everybody, you know, you endure that same discomfort, if you will, together. And um, I think, you know, you, you grow together from that. So you definitely do. And for a year there, I was teaching spin. And one of the things that I loved was seeing the faces come in. And I like it. Well, now I hear it when I take the spin classes of all oh, what we did yesterday. Did you see what Justin made us do? Josh is insane. <laughs> and people are they're commiserating. Yes. But you can feel the sense of pride in them. Mm-hmm. And it also translates because, you know, I've been part of the boot camps and things like that. And the conversations that go on when we're running to the field and when we're running back from the field or going up around the school and stuff, it's about people's lives. Sure. You know, people are talking about their kids, the divorce they're going through, work and everything. So, yes, there is the you said when people are going through the um the struggle of the workout and stuff, not your word, but my word, <laughs> um, that it translates and there's a sense of um, strength that comes that's not muscular mm-hmm. is is what I feel there. And um, just checking in, like I saw somebody who, because our schedules are so different, I don't get to see her very often. And I could say to her, how are you? Because, you know, five or six months ago, I knew she was going through a tough time. And just to catch up in, oh, your sweaty, glorious self. Because (laughs) once somebody's seen you that sweaty and your hair sticking up on end, like the rest of it doesn't matter. So... So is this one of the values that you brought in then, the, the, the community, the building strength of the whole self, do you think? I think that's where that's what we aim for, absolutely. And, and so um, I would be lying if I, I would want people to be just stronger or just faster or, um, you know, I, I want you to feel better ultimately overall. So when you, when you leave... You know, it's that the endorphins and after a workout, you just you feel much better. And so that's that's the thing that we like to try to create is, you know, you want to look forward to. Somebody just said to me the other day about um, hating to work out. And so I think that if you can create a space where it's fun to work out and you look forward to going and doing it, you've already won, you know. And so um, 
you know, at, at for me as a business, I've, I've already won in that sense. If, yeah. if somebody's looking forward to going because they're going to see their friend or they're going to, you know, laugh while they're working out, yeah. it takes away some of that anguish, of, yeah. you know, because ultimately you do have to put yourself in an uncomfortable spot to make those changes. And, yeah. you know, not just physically. I mean, yeah. we've all gone through stuff that's uncomfortable. It's the uncomfortable conversation that you have to have with somebody um, face-to-face, mm-hmm. which, you know, is hard, mm-hmm. but you have to go through it to then grow mm-hmm. from that. So yeah. I think. And that's the, like, courageous conversations mm-hmm. is one of my favorite statements because it can be a hard conversation, it can be difficult, or it can be courageous. And to your point, like, when somebody says, I hate working out, would you really hate the working out? Like, what's the aspect of it? What do you really not like? Probably the fact that you thought you were going to be really good at this and you're not. And I know myself, like, you know, the first time you had me run between uh, lamp posts, I thought we were going to have to call the ambulance, and now I'm training for a 50K. (laughs) (laughs) So, you know, there's things I always say to people when they're like, nope, I'm never going to do that. I'm like, "Mm, quiet. Like, don't go with the never word. So what do you personally, like, what's one of your values that keeps you working out? Because you meet it. Like, you aren't just telling people what to do. And I, there are some, I've met a lot of people in the fitness industry, and I, there's still some people I feel that in their own part of their journey are working out because of what other people want they want what other people are going to say about them to be supportive, but you, you go from the inside out. So, um, well, I mean, I think a lot of times when I'm say running and I'm breathing really hard and I'm sprinting or whatever it is, I think about all the people that I'm, I'm want to help. And so I, part of it is I don't, I don't like to let people down. And I think, you know, that's probably pretty, pretty standard as far as human nature. But, um, I think that, you know, you you have to show up. Like, I'm here. I'm trying to set an example. I better well be yeah. able to yeah. do yeah. what I'm trying to, you know, set as an example. So, um, and I mean, anybody who knows me knows that I'm not, I'm I'm not a bodybuilder, but I've always tried to um, stay even across the board. You know, I, I like to be flexible. I like to be. Um, I like to be strong. I like to be um, cardiovascularly fit. So I like to have a little bit of all of it. And so I don't, I don't know as if I'm overly one thing or the other, but yeah. you know, I try to stay balanced. And I think that that um, is helpful for me. Well, that's a great uh, transfer into life, too, because if there is no balance, then we're, we short circuit. Mm. And then the whole none of the systems are going to work well. So considering this is called intuition, your first sense, and I know you are wickedly intuitive. So how do you feel and do you feel that that intuition helps you when you're in your own life, because that's important, and then when you're bringing this service to the world, how does it serve you? Intuition. Yeah. Oh, boy. Uh, Well, (laughs) when I'm listening, (laughs) 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 it shows up everywhere. Um, I just have to be aware of it. You know, I have to be listening to it. So the other day, you know, we I I always take your rule of three. You know, I apply that all the time um, when it it presents. And the other day it happened to me and it was a 
something about self-development. And so I was, I've been thinking uh, about trying to do something for myself, learning a new skill, sharpening a new tool. And self-development came up three times in that day. And I said to myself, well, okay, there it is. You know, I have to, I have, you know, without asking for it, it just popped in. And so, I, you know, and then the next day a guy came in and he was talking about um, a person that he had listened to, a business person that saved his life, he, you know, he claimed and um, just had really strong feelings about this gentleman. And so I, I haven't looked it up yet, but I wrote down the name and I said, there, there yeah. it is. It just, you know, yeah. the day before right. it showed up. And so the next day, it gave me the answer to it, and so it w- it's pretty cool in that way. Yeah. Um, as far as, as business, um, I think you can. I think I try to during a, throughout the year um, reassess and then reassess. And you know, if if something feels like it's getting stagnant or stale, um, many times we've changed our class lists, um, changed instructors. We've we've done lots of different changes, and I think although I'm human I, I am a little bit afraid of change I think you also have to know that it's 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 inevitable you know the one thing that's certain is change exactly, so, exactly. Um, you, you can't totally shy away from it because it's going to come no matter what and yeah. so um, that that intuition and knowing when to try to switch things up shake things up has I think it's helped a lot and the fact that you listen to it that's key because a lot of people will say, yeah, I had that feeling, but I never followed through. And you gave it space, which is so important. You knew you paid attention and you had that tool of three in there. But, but the, and you can have that and not never pay attention and then it won't do anything. Mm. So the fact that you paid attention and you kind of got the heads up like, okay, what's coming? Yeah. Right. And then you wait for that next thing to drop in. That's the key because, like, working out, mm. you, Josh and I were talking about this, that you can read all the books you want on nutrition, but if you don't decide how you're going to bend your elbow towards your face or you don't actually move your butt, sure. it's not going to get done. You can talk about it all you want. So the fact that you check in with that and then put into place the different classes or, or pay attention to what people are saying mm-hmm. is so important. And not that one person who wants the special class, right. but serving the masses mm-hmm. and um, being uh, uh, connected to that flow of energy is it's really significant because in business, like in life, if you don't embrace that change, it's going to wallop you in the head and then you're going to go out of business mm-hmm. um, because you weren't willing to mix it up. <laughs> That's the name of one of his classes. That was pretty good. If I do say so myself, wasn't planning on that. We'll be back shortly. If you're listening to this podcast, it's because of Anchor. Anchor is an app that literally makes this podcasting experience so easy. It's free, and there is a creation tool right inside the app, and it'll send it out to all the platforms for you. It has made this process seamless and something that actually helped me to really be excited about getting all the shows out to you because it didn't take a whole new degree in technology. So feel free to download the free Anchor app or go to anchor.fm to get started on your own podcast and let me know what it is so I can listen to it. 
I have a question for you. What has been the toughest part about training me? Um, I, <laughs> Be honest. Yeah, I I'm don't human. know. That's a, that's a, a good question. Thank I, always, you. I tell you, you always ask the hard questions. <laughs> <laughs> um, I don't know. I, I Sometimes I like trying to give you some new stuff that I'm like, she's probably already done this one or she knows something that's coming. Um, trying to like, you know, uh, sneak something new on you and not have you expect it's coming. But I don't know. So so that would be the BOSU ball upside down with the sliders? <laughs> right. There we go. Where I couldn't walk for two days? <laughs> yes. Yeah. That's a good example. Yeah. So um, now, if I were in your chair, I would say that my head gets in the way. And that's got to be frustrating knowing that I'm capable of doing what you're asking me to do. But my head gets in the way because I feel it get in the way. Right. And it's, it's not as much as it used to be, certainly. And some of that did come from I had to rein it back and I had to take control because for a while... And I see this in, in my own coaching practice. Like, people believe we're the ones that got to do it for them. and But it's not. So, like, a year ago when I reined it back and, and was at the gym less was because I needed to learn how to put it in my life every day. And I needed to be accountable to me. Sure. And, not, and to flip that place where I was doing it because... I didn't want to let you down, but I was doing it because I wanted to do it. Mm. And, I, you know, I, I enjoyed it, and I, I benefited along the way. Um, I think my role is to be the class clown when I'm in class. I firmly believe that. I am <laughs> hopefully the comic relief, hopefully not annoying. Um, <laughs> but I, <laughs> I would have said that that if you were being completely honest, because sometimes intuitively I can feel that in you, where you're like, oh, come on, you can absolutely just stick with it. Mm. And then I do. Because I can hear it in your head. Sure. I, I'm like, okay, I, I'm going to do this. And I see you do that with other people. It's not just with me. So. Um, yeah, and I don't. So I'm, and I'm also the, the type of trainer that I'm not going to give you a, a whole lot of rah-rah. Um, I, I like to encourage you, but, you know, someone said something the other day about he's not going to, like, chase you up the hill screaming at you. No. You know, and I, and I don't. I just, I try to do a gentle push, you know. Sometimes I don't know as if I do enough, but at the same time, um, I it's never been into me to be like, you know, that, I don't know. You do have that maniacal laugh. Right. That's very helpful. When he's describing something, he'll go, and this is going to be fun. <laughs> and then you know, oh, this is going to hurt tomorrow. But it's a good hurt. It, right. it really is. I never understood that expression until after it worked out and I tried to sit on the potty. And I'm like, it's a good hurt. It's a good hurt. It's a good hurt. No, you're not that. And I th- I really believe that that's what brings people back it, over and over again because we, we definitely get challenged, but you're good with the high five. Hmm. Um, so in reflection back, maybe... Um, where could you push a little bit more? And, and it might be the person who can take it. Right. You know, because I, I, the times where you've gone just two more messes with my head. It just messes. My body goes, nope, we're done. I'm <laughs> yeah. out of here. But when you don't say anything at all, I can push through. Now, I had to figure that out for myself sure. and not hear you when you say it in class because other people need that. Mm. Right. So just I think we each have to be accountable and then show up and then um, and then meet 
the instructor wherever they are and stuff. So you do a very good job with that. So what is something uh, that uh, frustrates you about your intuition, if anything? Um, I think sometimes I say stuff in my head <laughs> and I don't I, well, you could ask Ashley this and she would say <laughs> all the time but I say stuff and I, I think I said it out loud or um, you know it, it, I it's I have moments where it's like well don't you know that right because yeah. you know it's just it seems to be it just seems to be a common thing it's like and, and no yeah. just, you know or anybody said like no I yeah. don't know because yeah. you know I can't hear that or I just um, I didn't see that, or yeah. so I don't know what we would call that. Clear cognizant <laughs> okay. is what I would call that. It's the clear knowing, and it is frustrating. And um, Howard used to say to me, "Not a conversation we had out loud." Right. Yeah. And I think, oh, shoot. And so I learned to say, "Did I tell you this already?" Mm-hmm. Because I thought we did, like like you're saying. Mm-hmm. And then you look like an airhead. Or that, you know, you just didn't say it or, or whatever it is. So that's a great example of having the feedback and then tweaking it a little bit to say, you know, did we have this conversation or Eddie, is this, I used to say, is this, did I only have this one with myself? <laughs> um, and he'd say, no, you, you, we did talk about that. And I'd say, okay, phew. Uh, because it can sound, it can feel like it's, it's said and done. It's already complete. Why are we even discussing this? Yeah. And meanwhile, the other person is in the dark. So that's a great one. And that's something that, yeah, I, I self-development, and I will, you know. Communication skill. Yeah. Yeah. There you <laughs> so go. I'm working on that. Not everybody's a mind reader. <laughs> right. <laughs> Even though I say intuitives aren't mind readers, people assume we are. But there is that shared thought, and it feels like you, especially someone close to you. So your wife is going to be an example of that. So, well, I know you have to get to a class. <laughs> Thank you so much for coming in. Where can we find you? At soulsfitness.com. Um, and uh, Facebook is Souls. Yep, Souls Sports and Fitness. Sports and Fitness, yeah. Instagram. Yep. Um, I'm always sharing the stuff, so if you follow me, you'll see the posts. And I appreciate it. This has been a great, I'm so grateful for all the support you've given me over the years. Yeah, I, likewise. I mean, we started in the basement. And <laughs> <laughs> Something's coming. Yeah. Like, okay. Yeah. He was making me do Frankenstein's. Yeah. I remember it clearly. And I said, you want your own gym? He's like, maybe. <laughs> Let's get started. Let's yeah. go. So it has always been my pleasure. And no, I'm not repainting. I heard rumor that you oh. want to repaint. Yes. Yeah. No. <laughs> I'll do anything else you need me to do. I'm not painting again. <laughs> right. Thank yes. you very much. Thank you for having me. Pleasure. VickiBear.com It's time to be your best It's time to reconnect With your first sense Trust in your gut, it's the real thing Let's see what your future brings Time to let the fun commence Intuition, your first sense Thanks for listening to Intuition, Your First Sense Remember to follow me online for all the latest news and updates at at Coach Vicki Baird on Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, and YouTube. Also at VickiBaird.com. That's V-I-C-K-I-B-A-I-R-D.com. This podcast was recorded at Allison Larkin Presents and produced by Josh Reese. 
Thanks for listening. Make sure to subscribe to this podcast and leave a review so we can stay connected. See you next time.